there's so many people uh, watching at so many different levels. Like you hear about a $45 million uh, investment into a hotel. And for most people, that is more than they could ever imagine as far as oh, risk yeah. and, and fear and what if or no. It makes you want to crawl under a rock and, and just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going back to my you know, warehouse job because this is too stressful. And yeah. I think everyone feels that whether it's buying your first house or, I mean, I've, I've, uh, part of my story is about a year ago, my family, um, you know, we lived in Arizona, we had children, we decided we wanted to go back to North Carolina where I'm from. Mm-hmm. We bought a foreclosure, um, live and flip and we're living there, uh, very low rent, no debt. I am in tech sales making, uh, really blessed to have a good job that pays well. Um, and, we're sitting in this environment of, of kind of stability, but it also felt stale. Like not, there wasn't much adventure in our lives. And the thing that I felt like God was calling me to wasn't really being, um, I wasn't really seizing that. And Ryan convinced me to list our home on Airbnb and to move out here and to give, uh, you know, give some show a step of faith toward what's possible. And that's probably the most risky with three children. Cause I, I have three young children, five, three, and one. Um, and to just kind of risk that. And, um, you know, we also had just purchased my mom's house so that she could be taken care of as she retires and do, doing all these things to try to do what I feel would please God. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, feeling massively terrified and anxious about, how to take that step and how to discern what's real, uh, what what really would please God, and then what your mind is spinning on and all the possibilities because we can just analyze for days, right, being mm-hmm. business people. So for you, looking at this hotel opportunity, you have the laundromat, which you have the opportunity to sell that for 300 k if you want. You have yeah. a million-dollar um, basically business plan for a larger laundromat that you're yeah. weighing out. All of these opportunities are coming your way and the more success you have the more you're inundated with opportunities so not only business intelligence but your your spiritual intelligence i would say plays a huge role in how you make the decision if you make the right decision and once you make the decision do you have peace with it and so do you mind like walking through that what that looks like for you the discernment oh yeah these big absolutely decisions? Yeah, because I feel like one of the things I keep coming back to, I don't want to strangle scripture here, but, you know, um, I, I think it's maybe an Isaiah, Isaiah where uh, the Bible says that, you know, my people perish for lack of um, vision. And um, I'm a big C.S. Lewis fan. Like, yeah. I'm like oh, what do you like? I'm like I like C.S. Lewis. Same. And um, in mere Christianity, he says, you know, you can't judge people's actions um, on who they are today um, if, they, if they proclaim to be a Christian. You can't you can't judge people on their actions today. You have to you can judge people on actions how they were before they they had encountered Christ. Mm. And I look at those two things: um, per- perishing for lack of vision, and then you can't judge somebody based on where they're at now. Just how what kind of transformation right. as including uh, judging yourself, right? Yeah, and you can't do it yourself because there's only the only measure that you can do is are you know are you growing? That was always one of my dad's state great statements are you growing cool. or are you dying because there's only two and yeah. he would say that in front of people and they'd, they'd, they'd either get it or they would be furious wow I was, that's a really great litmus test it, with it people. Is. 
I mean, he ta- he would say that to people that were in their 70s and 80s. Are you growing in your spiritual walk with God? Are you growing in your understanding or are you dying? Because there's only two spiritual, you know, it's either spiritual growth or spiritual death. Right. And I, I look at those things and you can only, you could, you know, I'll, I'll always say this clear, business is not for everybody. And I don't want to put that mantle or that desire on everybody. But I would say, do you have a vision? Do you want to do your best to grow the kingdom of God in whatever way it is that he, he has chosen for you? There's right. a body of Christ. It's not a whole bunch of me's and I's. It's a, it's a body. And, and there's feet and there's hands. Everybody serves a different purpose. And, you know, to an extent, it's not my job to tell you where your job should be. But I want people to have a potential bigger vision for what they can do in their own life. And I know for me, it's a struggle back and forth, whether or not, you know, what should I do? Uh, And I know if I would trust her and ask for her input, my wife's been an absolutely wonderful asset in my life when it comes to some level of spiritual discernment, um, some level of understanding, um, even though she's not really associated with my business, um, I'll give her a rundown what's going on. She'll give me um, input. And there's things that I have a good perspective from an outside view because she just doesn't isn't involved in my business hardly at all. Right. And what's interesting with that, it's like, you know, there's some things that she can say and it's like, okay, whatever. And then other things, oh gosh, I think God's talking to her because she doesn't know what's going on here and what she says is, is probably is true. And there's things that have set me back for not listening to her. And there's things that I've listened to um, that have worked. And, and, and my takeaway there, you know, two takeaways are number one, make sure if you get married that someone, the person you marry is very godly. Yes. And then number two is to be involved in a community of other believers mm-hmm. because um, God can use, you know, a, a council of the wise to kind of like help, get to where you need to go. And I know that as I associate with more and better people that are Christians, it's freeing up my decision process a lot. I've just hired this, um, a property manager, her name's Karen. She works for practically nothing at this rate. She's just like, I wanted to get out of the corporate world. I'm tired of wow. dealing with bossy CEOs. Yeah. And she she's has more corporate level experience than almost I've been alive. She managed large format shopping malls. Now she helps manage my hundred unit portfolio and she gives me a lot of just wisdom and insights and things that she's experienced. And I, I look at it and she, she has said to me more than once, she's like, Brandon, you have made the decisions you've made in the past were to partner with people that were not equally yoked with you. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, because I made that decision wow. in my own, I didn't make the decision in ignorance. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't capable of finding somebody with better talent. And then when someone came, I would say, oh, maybe God's sending this person to me. If I'd be honest with myself, I wasn't praying about it enough. Right. I really wasn't uh, seeking what the Holy Spirit might want in this situation. Mm-hmm. I was just making the decision of, okay, I think maybe this is maybe this is what God wants for me. Maybe it's a right fit for now. This, this piece of the puzzle might not fit perfectly, but at least it'll get me through now. And then I, I've seen people recently in the past just couple of years that are just like dropped on me. And um, I'm working with them more. Most of them, a lot of them are believers. And their quality of work ethic and reliability is just absolutely amazing. Wow. So in that realm, I, I come to the realization of, okay, I need to be way more careful who I work with and who I get input from. Because you can listen to somebody 
and they can tell you, they can lie to you every single day and they can feed you a false narrative. That's not really God led mm. might sound like it is, but it's not right. And if you keep going down that way, it's not that any of the stuff can destroy you, but it can really, I think, slow down your progress till you kind of sit down, take inventory, pray a whole bunch. Yes. And realize that where, you know, um, I'm, I'm one of those kinds of believers that, you know, everything, everything happens for a reason. Um, I think of the verse, um, all, all things work together for the good of those who are called, yes. there you go. Those who are called, God are called according to his purpose. So, you know, that was a big verse that my parents were big on. So with that, I'm like, okay, this has been a major setback. And I think that that's kind of like one of the critical failing points. When I talk to a lot of great Christian people, great Christian people, but they get setbacks. They look at these failings or they deal with failings and they don't learn anything from it. 